Hello and welcome to Upilile, the podcast. I'm your host, Uzama Wuhle Mlife, and I'm excited for this brand new podcast, Conversation. You guys know that my favorite form of art is the art of conversation, and I would rather be nowhere else than serving you in this very moment. It is an absolute pleasure to serve you guys week in and week out. To the people who are tuning in for the very first time, you are welcome. This is a safe space. I hope you find your place in the safe space. I hope that you're served well. I hope that we inspire growth and healing in your life journey. To the people who have been tuning to this podcast conversation, I am absolutely honored to be serving you week in and week out. I appreciate your support so much. I actually can't even begin to express how much I appreciate you guys in words, but I definitely do. To the people who are just joining in, please do subscribe to Upilile in any podcast platform that you have. You should just search us up there and you should find us and tune in week in and week out catch up on old episodes we have a variety of meals to satisfy your soul and we hope you are satisfied in this space and we hope that you are served in this space and feel loved and seen in this space i hope that you guys are excited for this brand new podcast conversation let's get into it and we are back with the step parent series so I'm super, super excited. Um, the series is going to be constructed of three conversations. So last week's conversation and two more conversations. So last week we spoke about individuals who are considering dating uh, when there's an element or when there's the factor of a kid in a relationship. So last week the conversation was specifically tailored to individuals who don't have kids considering dating a baby mama or a baby daddy or a baby mama and baby daddy considering dating an individual who doesn't have kids so the conversations that you should be having with yourself the things that you should be considering the factors that you should be factoring in would oh okay this is what is going to be different about this relationship and truths that you have to accept before stepping into the relationship right right so today we're talking with regards to when the step-parent is already in the relationship. So, there are a lot of things. (laughs) There are a lot of things that I feel like should be had as a conversation. So today is the journey of the child in the step-parent relationship, right? So I remember the environment of my parents' marriage like it was yesterday. Even in my brain as a little child, I knew, Wuti, the best thing for this relationship is for it to come to an end, right? Unlike a number of people who have parents who have separated, I'm one of those people I've never in this lifetime wanted my parents to get back together. So a step-parent was the inevitable in my parent situation dynamic, Right? And I've had my fair share of step-parents because my parents separated when, okay, earlier on, but I think they got around to the divorce at about five. Now, there's a lot that I've learned in the hands of a step-parent, and I'd like to share a couple of heartfelt points to people who are dealing with step-parent dynamics. You know, some people are very blessed in the sense that they have amazing, 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 amazing step-parents who 
jump into the role who are understanding to the dynamic who build whatever relationship that they need to build with the child involved but some parents are like "Mm, i definitely do not think they consider the questions that we discussed in last week's episode oh, okay you know this child is going through their own emotional but we'll get on to the step parents as well next week but there are a couple of questions that we spoke about last week that i don't feel like people really consider when getting into a relationship with a baby daddy or a baby mama right so in this episode i aim to talk to your inner child because sometimes it's not even that we're still dealing with a step-parent in close proximity. It is something that happened in our past, but that we never really took the time to deal with or took the time to talk to our inner child about it. And okay, you know, this is what you were faced with growing up. Um, let's talk about it. Let's have a conversation. So this week's episode is aimed at that conversation. As I said, and as I'll repeat again, this conversation is aimed at people who grew up in broken families i quote um i hate that term actually <laughs> absolutely hate it there's absolutely nothing broken about my family but yeah, it is what it is um so that conversation is aimed at those people right uh whether you have the exposure of a step parent or not because there are certain dialogues that we have as children growing up in those circumstances you know so i want to talk to your inner child, I want to talk to you if it's something that you're currently experiencing. Even if you don't think you need this conversation because, hey, you grew up A-OK. But there are certain truths that I want to revisit and certain things that I want to uncover and just possibly talk to. First things first, right? Um, your parents were in a relationship before you. It was just the two of them as adults. Your birth is not what separated them. Ankatali, if their separation was around the time of your birth, right? You were not responsible for keeping your parents together. For a long time as an individual, I viewed myself as the responsibility of why my parents separated. Oh, had I not come along, maybe they would have worked out their issues. Maybe I was just that coffin, the nail on the coffin you know, that sealed their fate. And I blamed myself and I walked around with guilt that had I not been a factor because, you know, I had family members who were telling me, oh, your parents were so happy (laughs) together. And as soon as you came along, things began to fall fall apart. And I carry that guilt with me. And that sometimes results in us spewing negative emotions to our parents new partners because we somehow feel we the reason that our parents separated therefore we are responsible for getting them back together and this additional party is now disturbing that process i repeat again even with myself i learned over time would you no actually they were two adults in a relationship now yes it might be it might have been an additional factor but there must have been a string of things that were happening and them getting around to fixing those things is their responsibility. It is not my responsibility. I am not the reason. Hey, I may be an addition to the reasons they already had, but I was not the reason. So therefore I was not responsible for keeping my parents together. I was not the responsibility as for why their relationship fell apart. They could have gone about it differently. A lot of parents 
you know, have kids. And if they need to go to therapy to sort out the issues that now face their relationship, if it's something that they weren't expecting. And a lot of people have counsel that they go to. Yeah, well, so to think as a child that it is solely your responsibility why your parents' relationship, why your parents' marriage failed, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. You need to get back to yourself and even if you do not believe it, reaffirm that to yourself that I'm not responsible. My parents were two grown adults, you know, and two grown adults can work through any difficulties, challenges that they face if they choose to, right? And if they have struggles working through those challenges, there are avenues that they can explore that can help them come to see some reasoning, see some logic, see some whatever it is that they need to see in order to deal with whatever it is that they're facing, right? Right. So it is not my responsibility as a child to keep my parents together. It is not my, it is not my fault as a child that my parents separated, right? Right. So that is the first truth that I wanted to speak to because there's a lot of us who walk around with that guilt. Wooty, had I not been around, my parents would have still been together. Had I not been around, my parent or my mom wouldn't have been experiencing that heartbreak. Because also sometimes something that I'm, I'm omitting is that when our parents separate and when they've had us as a child, some parents will go ahead to treat us in a way that reflects the heartbreak that they faced and that reflects the dislike that they had for our parents for the fact that the relationship came to an end and you're walking around constantly reminded that oh when are your father left or when are your mother left me with just you Ebon. and although they might not vocalize it but they the way that they see you they see you through the lens of the hurt they see you through the lens of the pain so therefore it re-emphasizes this is my fault that my parents separated I repeat again, my point is, it is not your fault. Your parents were two grown adults. And as you have come to realize as an adult, certain things can be talked to, talked through if the parties are both willing to have the conversations, to deal with the emotions and whatever it is that they need to. There are different avenues that can be exposed or able, gone to in order to air out certain things in order to get guidance or who counsels you guys it is not your fault it is not your fault it is not your fault you are not responsible for keeping your parents together even though parents may even say sometimes that oh i'm staying for the kids our parents must stop it actually i need to get to i need to get on that conversation I said last week, sometimes parents have ideal pictures that they had that might have been informed by them growing up that, oh, my parents were together, so therefore I want to give my, my kids the same thing. And sometimes it is that ambition that is pushing them of the pressures and the mindsets that they had instilled in themselves, you know, because keeping your kids in a toxic environment where there's emotional abuse, there's physical abuse. Are you really doing it for the kids? You know, are you really, 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 really 
or is are you tied by an ambition that you had told yourself Uti? mina come rain or sunshine or thunder or tornadoes or or whatever hurricanes imagine being in a house that is currently experiencing an earthquake and water has ravished the house and the house is up to knee level the house is up to the water i mean is up to knee level the water is up to waist level the water is up to your throat and you are sitting there saying i'm not going to move why because i said i will live in this house whatever circumstances may present now yes i do know there are dynamics to marriages and whatever it is i will not get into that people I will not get into that because I'm not married, so therefore I'm not I do not qualify to make commentary on that. But our parents must also stop using us as scapegoats of staying in toxic situations. You know. Remind yourself that this is what I decided I'm going to stay here because of my prior experiences. Don't make your children feel like, oh, had they not been around, you would have left this toxic situation that you're because then they start to believe they're responsible for you experiencing abuse or whatever you're experiencing in the hands of their parent because you will not leave because of them. And that is absolutely unfair. That is unfair. That is unfair. That is unfair. I know walking around with those guilty emotions of people telling me, Oh, my parents were so happy. Therefore, implying my appearance and my parents' marriage is what made them unhappy, you know. And you don't want your kid walking around thinking, Oh, if I wasn't around, because my mom is sticking around in this relationship because of me. So if I wasn't around, my, my, my mom wouldn't be experiencing abuse. My mom wouldn't have my dad talking down to her or hitting her or whatever it is. My mom is sticking around because of me. I guys... I, 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 you know, trying to work yourself through that and through that mental conversation is the hardest thing ever. So to our parents, don't make the situation worse by constantly re-emphasizing that, oh, I'm sticking around because of you. Go sit down with yourself in a notebook and a notepad and recheck what informed your decision of, I will stick around no matter what. And use that as the reasoning as to why you're staying. Do not blame your kids because then they feel that they are the reason you are experiencing A, B, C, and D. Whereas you're an, you are an adult and you are making the choices that are, I know that's a very tough conversation to have, but you are making the choices that are keeping you in that circumstance. And no kid is holding you down by your throat or by your hands and saying, stick in this relationship because of me you know as kids we are just i know my mom and i my mom and i had to start all over again living in other people's houses and going to rent out places that were in the most dangerous of communities you know kids adjust to whatever it is that you expose them to because they believe you're the parent and whatever it is that you're going through they stick to that you know so to say oh no it is my kids guys please stop it you know trying to unwork that guilt and that shame and that oh my parents would be in better head i not been around is not fair right and then the next point is 
when we are in circumstances that have step parents, right? Step parents are just as anxious, just as nervous as you are about this new terrain, right? Walking into a dynamic that already has a parent and a child and being the third addition to people or fourth addition considering what um considering the number of children that are in the circumstance i'm saying third because i was the only child um for a long time right joining that in a situation where they already have their history they already have things that they do yeah well they have their breakfast at a certain time you know they go out and they have their own activities and coming to join that as an additional party can be also quite nerve-wracking. So that is an emotion that I want us children to acknowledge that they were just as nervous, just as anxious as we were in joining into the whole dynamic, right? And sometimes through this anxiety and through the number of emotions that they face, you know, they can't find the words, the verbiage, or a healthy way in which to express themselves, you know, so they end up displaying and acting out these emotions, right? So you have parents acting out these emotions and you also have kids acting out these emotions of, oh, now there's this third person who's joining a unit that is just, that was just me and dad or that was just me and mom, you know? So you have kids acting out and sometimes you have step parents acting out, which is where you find your evil stepmothers or your evil stepfathers or whatever it is, right? So for the parents, someone needs to write a book. (laughs) Actually, we'll talk about that next week. Someone needs to write a book for stepparents so that they know how to navigate the emotions, not just the emotions of the child, but the emotions that they are going to face as well in that relationship or in that dynamic. But as kids, let us also acknowledge that adults are grown kids, right? So they also had their own emotions. They also had their own nervousness. They also had the way in which, a way in which they saw the entire situation, you know, because sometimes when we are just pressing blame as kids, oh, this is the person who ruined our lives. We negate the fact that they also had emotions, you know. As a grown 26-year-old, I cannot imagine being a step-parent, you know, because I saw my step-parents and I saw the difficulty of the emotions that they experienced, you know, um, coming into this dynamic. Um, my mother, my stepmother and my dad didn't have any more kids after me, you know. So also the emotions that are encompassed in that, okay, not only am I a step-parent, but I don't have kids of my own. You know, I sympathize with those emotions. How difficult then can it be for her to come and play the role of a mom to me, not having her own kids, you know? So those are things that you have to acknowledge. These people are also experiencing their own turmoil and their own emotions. Not saying that some of the things that step parents do are excusable. Not at all. Some parents just go... (laughs) all the way out we'll talk about that next week you know i'm not excusing that but i'm also saying see beyond the lens of your own emotions you know that was also another human being dealing with her own set of circumstances before stepping into your guys's dynamic 
and there are still circumstances that they face even within the dynamic and some people because they don't have the words to articulate how they feel and they don't have the wisdom or they don't do enough research to check okay what emotions am i going to be going through as a parent what emotions are you going through as a kid it ends up in the step-parent relationship just being awful so in it being awful if that was your experience just also understand that your stepmother or stepfather had their own lens and their own emotions that they were looking at the circumstance in and maybe they didn't have the words the verbiage to express this is actually harder than i thought and i really don't know how to go about it and i feel jealous of my husband or my wife constantly giving their attention to this daughter or the son you know and i don't know how to communicate it to my husband so therefore thereby i acted it out you know sometimes like i said with my my dad and my stepmom the pain of not being able to have your own kids and then still having to parent someone else's kids i cannot imagine actually i cannot imagine the pain of that you know so sometimes she might have not been great why because she's like she's seeing life through the lens of her emotion and of her pain would see okay now i have to play the parent to a child whereas i'm not having my own children yeah well that takes a lot out of an individual so my point is just acknowledge the fact that the step parent had their own emotional things that they were going through not excusing the behavior some step parents give but they had their own things that they were going through outside of just you and a lot of things that inform their decision making and the way in which they acted out whether it is they tried to separate your relationship with your parent or whatever it is but they also had the le a lens in which they were seeing life from right so just acknowledging that three my third point is i cannot emphasize this enough i will say it in every single episode which is no step parent i'm still talking to my inner child i'm still talking to your inner child i'm still talking to those who are experiencing this at this particular moment no step parent can take your place in your mommy or daddy's heart it is not possible i explained this last week the the heart has four chambers think of it that way the heart has four chambers your two ventricles at the bottom your two atria at the top tell yourself that he loves me get ventricle <laughs> he loves her in the atria and atrium and we serve two completely different spaces in my daddy or my mommy's heart therefore we are not at war we are not at war now some of us really as i expressed earlier on dealt with parents who might have not step parents who might have not understood that you know um who acted out in certain ways yeah bo. and therefore leaving you as the child not feeling seen not feeling heard losing the dynamic and and that's the thing it's not even losing i want to say and the dynamic that you had with your parent changed from what it was you know if you had all daddy's time and then all of a sudden you don't you only have half of daddy's daddy's time 
and because the step parents is just getting into the relationship with the dynamic it seems like daddy is giving her more of his time you and this person you and the step parent serve different 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 roles in the heart of the parent right reaffirm yourself and say no one can take my place in my parents life absolutely no one i don't care what it feels like because at the end of the day i'm not saying or wishing this on any couple of course but if their relationship came to an end that doesn't end your guys's relationship you know you guys are connected by blood you're connected by genes you're connected by grandparents or, or grandkids in the future you'll always be connected so you guys serve different roles in your parents life there is no reason to compete there is no reason to steal the spotlight from each other or whatever it is because crazy things happen in the step parent child dynamic but be assured in your heart that no one can take my role not even the new kids right i know this one is a difficult one that sometimes you you were the step stepchild and maybe things were different before the step parent and your parent had a child and then all of a sudden now you really feel like you are the side piece or but you have your own designated place in your your parents heart and sometimes it may may not feel like that because some parents will manipulate their way into only the new kids being taken care of and it just gets messy but reaffirm your heart no one could have taken my place in my parents heart there is only one summer <laughs> in the household there is only one firstborn in my dad's or my mom's journey and i'm it you know things might have changed changed along the way things might have looked different along the way but no one can take my place in my parents heart right and then the fourth one this one is really difficult right um the fourth one is if a step parent has not accepted their role as a step parent and they are intent on not accepting you as a component of their partner there is no amount of good behavior that can convince someone who has decided in their heart to would and no i'm not about this kid i'm not about this kid you know because sometimes we will be there performing our behinds off you know performing 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 to win this person's affection to win this person's acknowledgement to win this person's whatever it is and this person has decided despite how well you may treat them because sometimes it's the child who's being impossible and you know there are just 
going out of their way to make their life difficult, make the step parents' life difficult. But sometimes the tables are turned. You are out there trying to keep the peace, right? And this person has just not been honest with themselves. Okay, this person has a person who's a part of them. And this is something that I have to accept. And we're out there being good to the core. You wake up, you are cleaning, you are waking up, you are doing this and that. You are trying by all means. You know, and this is even made worse when they have children of their own. Sometimes. I'm generalizing, I'm generalizing, I'm generalizing. But sometimes this is made worse when they have children of their own. Now, if she she wasn't acknowledging you, now she really isn't acknowledging you because she has her own kids, you know, and you are just some inconvenience. There is no amount of good behavior that can convince a person who has decided they are not going to acknowledge you, right? Never use that person as a barometer or a scale of your enoughness. I want you to reaffirm the inner child in you. If this is something that you experienced in the past, Uti, I am enough. I am enough. And some people in this world will not be pleased. You know, you can't convince them. It's not your duty. It's not your responsibility to convince a person to accept you. If you have presented your best side and this person is just intent on not accepting you, do not take their behavior and equate it to your self-worth. I don't care what bitter words are coming out of their mouth. This person has decided they are not going to accept that your parent has a child that is a part of them that is outside of themselves. And they've decided they are not going to accept you. Do not take their words and the energy and whatever negativity that they are spewing towards you and equate it to your self-worth. Because so and so treated me this way, it must mean I am not worth anything. No. Tell your inner child that this person made up their mind. It had nothing to do with me. You know, it could have been another child. It could have been someone else. This person made up their mind before I came onto the picture and said, I'm not going to accept. I just won't. Therefore, Ebo, do not equate that to your self-worth. And something else that I didn't write down, but if it has happened that maybe in the beginning of the relationship, the step-parent tried and because as a child you had a lot of emotions and you felt like this person is taking my father away from me, this person is taking my mother away from me and you acted out. And by the time you had reconciled, okay, this person is actually just they're playing their own role and they don't affect mine and you tried to reconcile but this person had already gotten into the page that you were on and they just didn't care anymore i would encourage you if the environment is still allowing to try and reconcile that you know try and share guti now i know better i didn't know at that particular point in time you know i felt like my mother and i or my father and i already had this routine going on and we were doing so well and i felt like this person would just be taking away from the relationship that i had with my mother or with my father and i just had 
a tough time reconciling it in my young mind. But now I recognize, Uti, actually, this is what my parent needed. You know, reconcile that. If it's a difficult conversation to have, write that person a letter. Because, you know, sometimes you're just like, okay, I'm just, the parents will just be like, okay, I'm just going to accept and play them at their own game. You know, obviously as a parent, <laughs> you are older. I'm not saying, I know there are difficult circumstances out here, but you're like, I'm just going to meet them where they are, you know. And then they give up on the relationship and they're just playing the neutral card with you. And it could have blossomed into a beautiful relationship, but it didn't. Because you guys are neutrally just treating each other in whatever neutral. You guys are just keeping the peace, in essence, you know. Go back there, write that letter, have that conversation, Wuti. This is what my young mind thought, but this is what I know to be true now. I apologize for my behavior. Actually, let me just get into my next point. Point number five. To the kids that struggled with their behavior, because sometimes as kids we reason that I should be enough for my mom. You know, this dynamic should be enough for my dad it's just me and him for the rest of our lives you know why would they want to move on to another person you know and in our younger minds that is what we reasoned but our mom and dad also needed love it also feeds into the point we are loved with two different components the love that you give as a daughter as a son not saying that it's not enough it's enough but under the spectrum of parental mother and child father and child relationship it doesn't now spill over into the romantic relationship you know because sometimes you're like no but we have such a great dynamic going on in this house and it's just me and my mom and stuff of that nature why does she feel the need to continue? Why does she feel the need to find someone else? You know, I should be enough. Funny enough, people were actually giving me this advice um, that, oh, you know, your mom is getting married because you're going to leave and, you know, she needs love and stuff. And I'm like, guys, I'm 26. <laughs> you know, you could have explained that to like a 13-year-old or whatever. I am. I have zero conflict about my mom finding someone else. Actually, if my mom finds someone else, it means that when I leave, it gives me less things to worry about, which in my head is amazing because I know my experience when I was in university that I worried about my mom. You know, I worried about how things were playing out at home, you know, because I've given myself such a role. Yeah, well, so I'm excited. I know that people need love that is outside of just feeling like a parent and being responsible for someone they want a love where they can be taken care of and they can i don't care if you feel like your mom's or dad's best friend the love that you offer and the love that a partner offers are two different types of love and as sometimes we need our inner children to accept that sometimes we need ourselves to accept that you know because this is this is one that also happens when um our parents have partners who pass away maybe at old age and people feel like oh no my mom shouldn't find someone else because then in some way that is betraying the memory of my father or my dad shouldn't find someone else because that is betraying the memory of my mom 
you know, um, we as the kids should be enough. Why do they need another person? Why do they need more? Like I said, we serve different parts. So the affirmation for that is, I'm a great part of my parents' life, but I cannot be all they need. It would be un would it would be an unhealthy situation if they made me the everything, right? So I am a great part of my parents' life, but I can't be all they need. It would be an unhealthy situation if they made me the everything. So in the first one we were speaking about. I am not responsible for keeping my parents together. That was the affirmation for your inner child. I'm not responsible for keeping my parents together. I am not the reason that they broke up. They are two grown adults. And if they wanted to make it work, they could have made it work. The second one is my step-parent also had her own emotions walking into the situation of a dynamic that could was seemingly okay without me you know so they had filters in which they saw things through and sometimes their filters led to their delivery and how they shared their emotions and whatever dynamic that you guys had experienced growing up then the third one is no one can take my place in my parents heart no one can take my place in my parents heart and the fourth one is, um, the fourth one was, some people in this life cannot be pleased, right? My self-worth does not come from my step-parent or the negative words that my step-parent expressed to me. You know, some people will not be convinced no matter how good I am, I cannot convince a person who has already decided to not accept me, to not love me. And therefore, I cannot take my self-worth from that person, you know. So the fifth one was, I'm a great part of my parents' life, but I cannot be all they need. It would be an unhealthy situation if they made me their everything. So in closing... The dynamics we face in our upbringings affect us more than what the eye sees. That is why I said this is not just for people who are currently in relationships with step parents. This is for people who had step parents growing up and experienced those dynamics because it affects your inner child and it affects how you show up in the world. You know, it filters into our futures, the cycles we despised but we didn't learn from. You know, because sometimes when we just despise a cycle or we despise an outcome that we experienced growing up, but we didn't learn from it, we are bound to repeat. The most important thing in everything that you disliked growing up is that you learn from it so that you are careful to not repeat it. Because if in Dusaloui Zonda, chances of repeating it are very high, right? And it also... The things that we grew up seeing also constitute what we see as safe spaces for ourselves emotionally. So it is very important that we sit with ourselves and we check in with how those situations with our step-parents really made us feel. Although it may not be safe to confront the individual right now, but it is important that we have that conversation, that we write that letter, even if it means 
burning it up after we're done, that we cry those tears that we might have not felt safe enough to cry in those seasons and we release it. Or we pray to God to show us how should I deal with these emotions? How should I go about dealing with all of this, right? So I hope that you guys learned something. I hope you guys felt my heart as I poured it out to you. Um, as I said, this is not just about the people receiving it. It is also something that I needed for myself, for my own inner child, right? Um, Peace be unto you.